on the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. Great to have your company for the Victorian Form Preview. Today we are racing at Sandan on the hillside. We'll get the latest on the track conditions very shortly. Mark Hunter, who was in outstanding form yesterday, will join us as well. Uh, as I said before we went to the break, I am about to give away the text of the day, which is for the Devil Bend round of two. And uh, this text came in very early on the program, and I wanted to save it to the end because uh, it was going to win from a long way out. Um, hi, RSN. It's Robbie Hay in New South Wales. I've been listening to you guys for years on the phone app and love Dean Lester. He is one person I dream to meet one day. I was recently told I have terminal cancer and the hardest part was telling my four kids. I've been a shearer for 37 years now and can't work. I've just finished six weeks of chemo and radiation treatment and get the results next month. I always took Dean's tip and my own in Quinellas and been quite successful. I wish him and his family all the best. I wish I could donate to his GoFundMe page, but things are a bit hard at the moment. We still need some tips from him. Robbie, um, mate, I uh, feel for you in the situation that you are in, but it obviously shows the character uh, and the quality of the man that you are, that you're in. Uh, a similar situation or the same situation and you're sending your best wishes and feeling for Dean Lester. So you may not be able to use this yourself, Robbie, but hopefully you've got some family or friends who might be able to use it. Uh, and if not, you know what, maybe you can sell it or get some money. We might be able to organise something along those lines. So um, great to have you listening to New South Wales. And uh, Dino will be on tomorrow at 8.30. I'm not sure if Dino's going to be up to giving any more tips, but uh, we'll certainly find you those with Mark Hunter, who is coming. So, Robbie Hay in New South Wales, I really appreciate you listening. Good luck with your battle, your road ahead, and hopefully we can make your days a little happier here on RSN. Uh, you or any member of your family or friend you have is the winner today of the best text, which will receive a round for two at the Devil Bend Golf Club. Uh, Mark Hunter, uh, hopefully Robbie followed you yesterday, mate, because it was a masterclass from you. Uh, how are you this morning? Morning, Michael. They went downhill after lunchtime, but uh, hopefully we got a profit. Uh, <laughs> we're a bit late because of the Caddyshack sprinkler, but uh, hopefully we got a profit early in the day. Well, everyone who was listening to you would have got a profit because this is what you said, how to play the day. I think the night's all up. You're saying $3 and $5. What's yeah. that, 15 to 1? I think that would be overs. Play of the day, you can play the all up before midday. Uh, race two, number four, Sabah, into race four, number seven, Dillinger, both for a win. But Sabah races clear, and Sabah wins impressively by three lengths to Lion City. Dillinger took the lead here. He's a neck in front, a half in front, and Dillinger well-ridden, very professional. The good thing gets the cash. Maharez all out. Coastal Town coming, but so's the post. Maharez has broken through. A daring ride in front. He won by a neck to Coastal Town. Well, the two geniuses yesterday, the all-up from Mark Hunter and the all-up from from uh, Lindsay Smith, if you took them both, it would have been a very nice day indeed. Uh, as you say, Mark, you're only as good as your last tip. So are you confident today? Uh, the scratchings have been in my confidence. Uh, I had three bets and they all got scratched. So, uh, But I still think there's a bit of value through the day. If we, yeah, it's thinned out, the race has thinned out. I think we've got a couple of good things and a little value chance later in the day. I like that. I, I suppose... Uh, the weather and, and how the track plays is going to be of uh, of great importance with the amount of rain that we've had in the last 24 hours around Victoria. And I wonder how much has hit Sandown. Greg Groves is the track manager. Morning, Greg. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Michael. 
Geez, looking pretty miserable where I am in the city at the moment with uh, with sleeting rain. What's it like out your neck of the woods? Yeah, I'm just looking out the window at um, Sandow at the moment, and uh, it's very grey. Um, it's finally stopped raining, which is a good thing. Uh, I said on the radio earlier on this morning that I felt that uh, looking at the radar, there wasn't much more about, but uh, I think I've got that one wrong. But anyway, um, so we've had three mil of rain since since this morning, so that brings it out to about. Um, uh, 9.2 mil overnight all up. So we've had a, a fair amount. So with that amount of rain after what's been a, a really hot run here in Melbourne, what's the track come up? Okay, it's, um, well, I, I rated it a, a soft five this morning and it was just into that soft five range, but um, after that um, that three mil of rain, it is certainly well and truly into the, into the soft five range, but uh, we're uh, still, um, what, five hours away from racing or thereabouts, so... Uh, um, more actually. Um, so yeah, if, it, if the rain keeps away, it'll it certainly improve throughout, uh, throughout the day. But uh, I don't think it'll get into the good range. Yeah, that is the other thing to take into account because it is the twilight meeting. The first race is at three forty today. Uh, rails out twelve. How does it normally play at Hillside out that far? Yeah, pretty good on Hillside. They sort of tend to make their own way, uh, whether it be in the true or at twelve. So uh, yeah, I, I can't see it having any real impact on the way the races will be run today. Has any whispers uh, come your way about the meeting? Uh, no, unfortunately, no. And uh, the scratchings are, uh, um, are pretty uh, pretty solid too. So, no, I haven't got any, any word for you at all, unfortunately. All right, Greg. Uh, good luck today. Okay, thank you, Michael. Greg Rose uh, joining us there. Um, just on the 12 metres, uh, the hillside and this little bit of rain that's fallen in the last 24 hours, how do you think the track will play today, Mark? Well, the hillside, they've been running on. You know, the, the, It's a terrific track, but you, if I had my choice, even though the leaders can still get off the fence, not in big fields, but I wouldn't be scared to back one that runs on. All right, let's see how it all unfolds. The first race, as I said, with the Twilight Program, kicks off today at 3.40. It's over 1,300 metres. And as uh, Mark alluded to earlier, there have been a fair few scratchings throughout the meeting. In the first race, we can take out 2, 3, 9 and 10. Uh, Vaughan Hawke. Uh, Hauk, uh, who was the designer of uh, the Queen's Crown as the $2.70 favourite. We heard from Cliff Brown a little earlier. The engagement of Jay Carr is pretty telling here. Uh, he's not overly effusive, but he never is, uh, Cliff Brown. But obviously this is a, a horse that's got a bit of ability on debut. It's been well supported in the market. Devoted Poets at $4. TikTok Lady, another debutante from the Graham Big Stables at $4. And Red Fox at 5 Have you been able to get much of a handle on this first starter favourite? I, I thought it would win, Von Hawkeye. Look, it sits back in its trials. It's strong with the line. I think it meets a fairly weak maiden after the scratchings. And I think it's one of the better bets of the day. I thought it would win. So we'll go with it to beat number one, Devoted Poet, who has been okay without raving, even though it's been consistent overseas. The recent jump out, I wasn't so sure about. Uh, third pick, number 11, TikTok Lady, who draws for a good run. I thought its trial was just fair. And 12, Princess Tosin, who gets the blinkers on and, and trialed certainly a bit better than a race, but I wouldn't say it was an eye-catching trial. So I thought number five, off its trials, would win. I'll go 5, 1, 11 and 12. 5, 1, 11 and 12. Is 270 now with the scratchings about its right price or a bit tight? Well, I listen to Cliff Brown, it might be under the odds, but look, I, I can't see who they're going to back in the race. So no. I think that's about its right price. All right, might be a nice way to kick off proceedings at Sandown, the favourite Von Hawk at $2.70. Race number two 
is over 1,400 metres. It's a maiden for the three-year-olds here. Uh, in this race, the scratchings are 5, 8 and 13. Uh, futile resistance, a debutante from the Danny O'Brien stable, Blake Shin in the saddle, 460. So it's a wide open affair here. Magnapore's at $4.80. Yasuki's an interesting debutante runner here, into $6.50. Opened up at $10. Uh, Sirius Princess at $7.50. And uh, Enotis is at $9. So uh, Futile Resistance, a debutante, four sixty. Another interesting debutante in Yasuki. Who do you like here? Yeah, we've got one here. Dino's got a share in too. Um, Michael, number seven, Magnapur. Uh, ah. For interest's sake. Uh, look, I'm going to tip number nine, Yasuki. It's just something about it that jump outs. It hasn't been tested. It looks like it's got something to offer. And in an even maiden, I'll go with Yasuki to win here on debut to beat number three, Futile Resistance, who has tried well and gets a great run from the draw. It doesn't look like breakneck speed on paper. It looks like it can take a spot for Blake Shin. Seven Magnapur didn't have the best of room up the inside last time. It's fitter for two runs, got a winning chance. And two in notice who parked midfield and had nowhere to go in the straight on debut. Looks like the triple suit. This does look a bit harder race. So an even race, I'll go nine, three, seven, and two. Nine, three, seven, and two. Good luck to Magnapur at Dean Lester uh, as well in the second. Race number three is the Tile Importer Handicap of 64 over 2,400 metres. Uh, in this race, uh, there are no scratchings. It's only a smallish field. Donatrice is the 350 favourite. Manco Man, Cindy Alderson gave us a bit of a push for it yesterday at $4. Regal Valor, $5. Uh, been a bit of a push for State Squad this morning too from a few uh, punters and tipsters, $6. And uh, even Cliff Brown gave us a, a decent push for fantasising out to the 2400. So this looks a pretty open affair here, Mark. Yeah, it is. I, I've got numbers two down to five as the main chances with not much between them. I'm going to go number five, State Squad. I'll join the push. I thought it ran... Really well first up behind a nice horse. Went to Mornington. Funny run. Just couldn't got go at all when it needed to. And on the line was going quite well. So just getting back onto the bigger track here on the hillside out to 2,400 metres. State squad looks ready to fire to beat number three, Donatrice. Really consistent in this grade. It's got a great winning chance again. Uh, four Regal Vela has come back from a spell in good form. And two Manco men who sat up on the speed and won... A weakish race last time, but it's fitter. It's certainly in the mix as a good winning hope also. They're the four main chances for me. I'll go five, three, four, and two. Five, three, four, and two. Still very backable state squad at around about the $6 chance, uh, $6 price in race number three. Race number four, uh, four of eight. This is a benchmark 64 over 1,400 metres. In this race, we can take out uh, two, four, and ten. Uh, Miso is one of the shorties of the day from the Dan Bowman stable, and it'll be interesting to see what Dan thinks of this galloper now at $1.75. Too good for Turex at $4.20. Uh, Duca Hastings is at $8, and Dan joins us on the line. Morning, Dan. You well? Yeah, good. Thanks, Michael. Uh, good to get you on with uh, Miso because only lightly raced, uh, but gee, it's looked pretty smart in its career so far. Two wins, two placings, and most punters expect it to win today. Do you? Uh, yeah, I think uh, he's pretty well placed today. Good barrier, good jockey. Uh, winkers go on just to switch him on a bit. I think he just waited the other day for the other horse. We've been trying to hold off putting that gear on for as long as we can, but um, today seemed like a good day to try it. 
Yeah, the form lines certainly look pretty good the last couple of runs as well. So uh, is this a horse that you've always had a good opinion on or has he just been a, a horse that's got better as the campaigns have continued? Uh, he just gets, keeps getting better each prep. Uh, you know, he didn't show us a lot early, uh, really immature. Um, I think when he won his maiden, he still did a lot wrong, so that's why we put him away and he's uh, continued to improve each run and I think uh, he's going to be get better again in the spring. Not a big field. You've drawn a good gate. Um, does he sit just behind the speed? I'll just leave it up to Ethan, to be honest, from that barrier. Um, don't want to get too complicated with the dollar ticket favourite that, that you, on paper looks better than him, so look, I wouldn't be surprised if he just leads and, and yeah. just rides him like the best horse. A uh, little bit of sting out of the ground won't hurt him? No, not at all. No. Alright, sounds like it's a bet today. Oh, you've got to be a thrill seeker to take a dollar six <laughs> pop on a Wednesday, but um, I'll be just happy to get the prize money checked for the owner. We might roll him into a multi then. Yeah, that might be better off. You anchor a bulky for you. You hey, can find qu- something else to value. One quick one before I let you go. Uh, are you a yay or a nay to the proposed spring carnival changes? Uh, probably a bit of a complex question, but I'm, look, I'm pretty interested to see what RVL have got planned. It's probably a bit harder than just picking three races and saying we're going to move them. Uh, there's a fair bit that's got to happen, and probably I'd be more of a fan of restructuring the whole calendar than just uh, than just to be honest. Okay. We might get you on to talk more in depth about that in uh, the coming week. Good on you, Dan. Good luck today with Miso. Thanks, guys. Dan Bowman joining us there. He's confident. The market says he should be confident. Does Miso win today, Mark? It should. Uh, I think the rain has been a good plus for the horse, undefeated on soft ground. Maybe one little query I had was a strong 1,400 metres. Just yet to prove it will savage the line at that trip. But it now... I thought Van Roy and Volator were the dangers, and they're both gone. So uh, Misso should take control of the race, and from there, should dictate, kick, and win. Second pick, number six, too good for Turek, who's had a couple of goes for the stable. Really impressive first go, bolting in, and then just back and wide and complete forget job last time. Should go forward, get a nice run. It looks the danger if there is one. I think one group of Hastings is a nice stayer. And I thought it would be too slow on dry ground. Now the rain's come, we'll help it. It'll run on. And nine Siamese, who ran past Aminatu last time at 1,400 metres. This has to be a tougher task here. So three should win. Three, six, one, and nine. Three, six, one, and nine. Uh, uh, could be an anchor in the little multi-leg. Uh, or the builder for the quaddy, which is up next, because we are four down, four to go at the Twilight Sandown meeting. Quick break. More after this. On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. Welcome back to the Victorian Form Preview. We are up to the first leg of the quaddy racing today on the hillside circuit, Sandown Ladbrokes Park, which is race number five. And the favourite in this race is another one of Lindsay Smith, who we gave a very good push to yesterday in the process of finding us a couple of nice winners. And the race has thinned out since then as well because the scratchings are one, two, nine and 11 which means black max is now into two dollars 20 a firm favorite new level at three dollars 20 blixten at 750 joy mccoy at eight dollars and 50 cents they're the only other runners under double figure odds is this a skinny first leg of the quaddy taking it one out number six black max i think it'll win uh, i think it would have won before the scratchings on dry ground it gets back onto soft uh, it was fantastic first up that was its first go on dry ground 
picked its way through the field and savaged the line. Uh, no worries on the soft ground. Probably gets back a little bit off a moderate tempo, but only a small field should be too good. Poor number. I think number ten, Miss Keel, has got a place chance. I wish there were, wish there were eight runners. I'd be confident would run a place. Ran third, not too far behind Regiro last time. I know Regiro scratched, but there was a huge price discrepancy before that. Uh, third pick, number four, Joy McCoy. He's only had the one dry track run in New Zealand for a win. Comes across here, joins Moody, trolled okay. And three Barrichello's next best that I doubt could win. One out of number six, Black Max to beat six, ten, four, and three. One out is the way to start the quaddy today. Black Max, one of the better bets. Dioli uh, combining with Lindsay Smith in the first leg. Race number five. Race number six. Uh, this is over 1,300 metres. The benchmark 64. It jumps at 6.30 this evening. Uh, Pacific Ruby comes out. So big deduction. Seven and nine. And that leaves the stablemate Calico Jack now a firm favourite at 2.70. Ethan Brown in the saddle. Mount Nasico. At four dollars, Richter four dollars and forty cents, and then uh, you're out to Crackhorn at six dollars fifty. Uh, ben Hayes was on with the Brecky Boys this morning. This is what he had to say about Mount Nasico. It was a very good win last start. Uh, he was wide throughout, and he was still able to win. Uh, it was a very, very good effort. Uh, we've drawn a lot better here, so I'm hoping we get a better run in transit. And if he does, and uh, his first up run hasn't flattened him, he can definitely. He's very competitive here. Do you think he can knock off Calico Jack? Mark? Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking to <laughs> No, no, you're right. Um, look, I think there are four chances. I just look at the market here. I like number eight, Richter, but, gee, it's off the boards. It's um, it's a horse. First up, I just couldn't get in the right spot. Sat wide, um, just didn't get comfortable into a rhythm, still did a good job to finish third. Now, Blake Shin takes over the ride. I think it will sit right behind Calico Jack and Duke of New Orleans. I think it'll get the run of the race. And I like Richter here each way to beat number four, Calico Jack, who scooted around on that tight track last time. Always a little bit flattering. It, it'll go forward, give you a good side, but rock bottom what's for mine. Six Mountain Seco. This was Dino's Ruffy the other day at Geelong. And good win. That wide kept coming. Got a chance. Just has to run the 1,300 metres. And the other winning chance is number three, Atomic Selfie. He gets that three kilo claim and was good first up. So I like Richter. I think there's four chances, eight, four, six, and three. Eight, four, six, and three. And uh, talk about the Richter. You mentioned the Richter scale. It's been $17 at open. Today it's been eight into 440 mark. So Yeah, $17, you get the deductions. I think there's quite a few deductions for Pacific Ruby, but uh, certainly been heavily back this morning. Yeah, wowee. All right, race number seven, the penultimate race this evening, over 1,300 metres. Uh, and we might have another good thing, according to Terry Bailey here. The scratchings are 3, 5, 8, 13. Uh, Benedetta, uh, TB has anointed it as a good thing today. Three, uh, $2.30. It's been very, very solid in the market. Every little breeze, $4.60. Discerning at six fifty. Capital Express from Nick Ryan's stable is at $8. And double earns $9.50. Uh, so going to be hard to beat, according to Terry Bailey. I wonder if Jason Warren holds just as much confidence as uh, well because uh, he trains at Benedetta. He's not on the line, though, so I'm going to ask you instead, Mark. <laughs> Do you like the favourite? Yeah, it's the one to beat. He comes out of a terrific form race on debut and then strong last time running away. The 1,300 metres should not hold any fears. It should be in the right spot coming down the centre. So I'll tip it on top, but I think there's a great little value chance here, number 10, Freeways, who's had the one run back from a spell, 
got a mile back. The race just didn't suit it. Got through the line quite well. Got a three kilo claim fitter, and has got a soft track win to its name. A nine double earn. Little bit unlucky not to beat Mount Seco last time. Just couldn't quite get room on the fence when it wanted it. Got a good chance. Has to run the thirteen hundred metres. They're the three I would take in the quaddy six ten nine. Next best number one, Capital Express, who was okay last time in a harder race, has probably got some chance. So three hopes for me, six, ten, nine, then one. Six, ten, nine, and one. That ten freeways in the Godolphin colours is an $18 chance, but uh, Benedetta is on top for Mark Hunter, and I've got Jason Warren online now. How are you, Jace? Good, Michael. How are you, mate? Very well, indeed. And uh, you can see why she's a pretty firm favourite. That last win at Cranbourne was absolutely sensational. She was expected to win like that, and she did. Has she continued to improve? Yeah, I think so. Uh, she's done really well in the stable, and, uh, you know, she, she's walking into the feed bin each night, and uh, her work's been solid. So um, recent gallop at uh, Mornington on the course proper Saturday was pretty encouraging. So she's continued to go the right way, and... Um, Hopefully she can uh, put a city win under her belt on a CV this evening. Where do you think she'll be in the run today? She'll probably be just off them. Uh, she'll probably be just forward of midfield, I would have thought. Um, just give her a chance to find her feet early. And, uh, and she's, she's got a, a really good turn of foot, as you saw last start. And big, big trade at uh, Sandown should suit her. You've got higher aspirations for her than uh, midweek class? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I see her as probably a stakes level filly, and um, if she continues to go the right way, and um, she's just got to take the necessary steps, and 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 I think that she can she can get to that grade at least. It's a good push. Good luck today, Jace. Thanks, guys. Best of luck. Benedetta, uh, stakes class filly in the making, according to Jason Warren, the favourite in race number seven. And uh, the last of eight today jumps at 7.30 this evening. It's a benchmark 64 over 1,600 metres. And Jay Carr combines with Peter Moody with the final race favourite. They've been a good combination in recent months. And uh, it is a $3.80 favourite. Edith uh, Girella or Girello's at $5.50. Oceanography, eight fifty and Indifference, $9.50. How do we end the meeting today, Mark? Taking five horses in the quaddy. I'll fit number 12, Edith, who's getting onto soft ground for the first time. It was a nice debut win. Not much luck last time before a spell. Come back, it's trialled pretty well. So it's the one to beat. But a couple of good value chances here out of the same race. I think number five, Electric Bell, has got a terrific hope. This comes through that road to Arataki race, which was just completely leader-dominated. Seen Ballet Rich come out of it. I think Electric Bell got a big turn of foot, this horse. Sit back and come swooshing down the middle will run well. Four Forest Diamond out of the same race. Did enough first up, will be fitter. And nine indifference, who I thought was going well until it went to Geelong. Didn't fire there, but we'll give it one more chance. And the boost star goes in the quaddy as well, getting fitter. My numbers are 12, 5, 4 and 9. 12, 5, 4 and 9. Uh, all right, Mark, you did us proud yesterday. How do we play today? We'll go the best to first. Race one, number five, Von Hawk. The value, race eight, number five, Electric Bell. The Quaddy, first league, one out, number six, Black Max. Second league, eight, four, six, and three. Third league, six, ten, and nine. And come home, 12, five, four, nine, and three. And I'm going to play the daily double. We've got a bit of value in both those leagues. So we'll go first league, three, four, six, and eight. Second league, four, five, nine, and twelve. Love it.
Uh, the Daily Double, the play of the day. We'll put Mark Hunter's selections up on the website and out on social media. And a little bit of news as I say goodbye to you, Daisy Pearce, who no doubt's the best uh, AFLW player we've ever seen, has just announced her retirement. Probably not a surprise after winning the flag uh, last year, but she's going to focus on her family and maybe a, a future coaching career as well, Mark. Yeah, it's good to see the Mighty Demons in the news, Michael. That's, that's our new team. <laughs> exactly. And uh, even bigger news as far as we're all concerned. I know you've been to see your great mate Dino, but uh, Dean's just let me know a little earlier that he's uh, up and about and he's uh, able to have a chat to us. So I'll have a chat to Dean first up on the program tomorrow at 8.30. I know he's got uh, plenty he'd like to say to all the uh, supporters out there who have uh, helped him so much and we're uh, over 175000 now in that GoFundMe, which is just remarkable. Yeah, look, that doesn't surprise me, the GoFundMe. When I first sort of discussing it with Dean, I said, you watch this all just go gangbusters. You won't realise, you just won't realise the support you've got out there and that's what's happened. It's it's a tribute to how much people, what people think of him. Yep, there's no doubt about that. Uh, good punting today, Mark. Thank you.